heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The Masculine Journey starts here, now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We're very glad that you're with us today. And, you know, Robbie, when I listen to that intro, boy, I just get mesmerized by Ernie's voice. He's the man. I know. I know. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I just listen to it and I'm drawn to it. He's the James Earl Jones of Triad Radio. So if you're listening to this on podcast, you can go back and re-listen to the intro, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, we're, we're talking today about the topic of miscommunication. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't really ever experience that. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a couple minutes ago. But other than That's that. a problem with telling the truth. But yeah, I mean. Well, maybe like earlier today and yesterday <laughs> and the day before and pretty much all the time. You know, Robbie, you and I were talking earlier this, uh, this week and talked about, you know, I just made a statement and we started laughing, but it was, you know, I don't know why people are so surprised. It'd be easier just to live your life like everything's miscommunication. Hmm. And then if you actually understand each other, it's just a bonus. Because right, it seems like there's more miscommunication than anything. Right? And as you mentioned uh, before the show, it's the number one idea behind if you're going to attack the you know attack from the enemy is going to cut off from communication in a war. That's mm-hmm. that's where they're going after. And Dennis, you were talking to me about a war documentary you were watching. Yeah, I was watching Quest TV the other night, and they were they were doing a special about the Iraqi the Desert Storm war and they said the strategy was the first thing that they did when the jets first went out is they knocked out all the iraqi communications locations and knocked out their ability to communicate with each other and so you you disable your leaders at that point because they can't communicate with their people that was the first step in doing it all before you kill anybody or bust up any jets you take out their communication yeah and if that's the strategy in the major warfare you see that happens in the world, why would we not expect that to be the major battle we face, you know, in our walk in the warfare we face against the enemy? You know, because that, that is what happens. I want to start out with a funny clip. Robbie's always wanting to start out with a funny clip. And this is one that Dennis picked from uh, Monty Python. Yeah. It's from the, uh, the Holy Grail, right? And so this is one where a guy is trying to tell the guards to keep somebody in the room locked up. So let's just listen to how that plays out. Your money in, Princess Lucky. So you better get used to the idea. Guards! Make sure the prince doesn't leave this room until I come and get him. Not to leave the room, even if you come and get him. No, no. Until I come and get him. Until you come and get him, we're not to enter the room. No, no. no. You stay in the room and make sure he doesn't leave. And you'll come and get him. Right. We don't need to do anything apart from just stop him entering the room. No, no. Leaving the room. Leaving the room, yes. All right? Right. Oh, if, 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 uh, if, if, uh, if, if, yes, if we... If, oh, if, oh. Look, it's quite simple. Uh, you just stay here and make sure he doesn't leave the room. All right? No. Oh, I remember. Uh, can he leave the room with us? No, no, no. no. You just keep him in here and make sure... Oh, we... yes, we'll keep him in here, obviously. But if he had to leave and we weren't no, no, with him... Just keep him in here. Until you or anyone else... No, not anyone else. Just me. Just you. Get back. Get back. Right? Right. We'll stay here until you get back. 
And uh, make sure he doesn't leave. What? Make sure he doesn't leave. The prince? Yes, make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, yes, of course. I thought you meant him. You know, it seemed a bit daft me having to guard him when he's a guard. Is that clear? Oh, quite clear. No problems. Right. Where are you going? We're coming with you. No, no, I want you to stay here and make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, I see. Right. But further... Shut your noise, you, and get that suit on. <laughs> I know we were sitting here, we were all kind of laughing about that, but doesn't that feel like life? Just a lot of times now, is it limited to just situations like that, or is it enter into our personal lives or professional lives? Because a lot of times I think miscommunication comes from the failure to be able to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever done one of those? We used to do them in sales training, and we did them with youth at church a couple of times, too, where you'd whisper something in somebody's ear and maybe a little bit of a story or something, and then you go from one end to the other. By the time you get to the other end, the thing's completely changed. And you started out with a very specific, this is what we're talking about, but it changes based on what Robbie or Sam is hearing, and then you've got a miscommunication mess there, and the, plus the guard has hiccups. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> you know, I think that there's many times, to your point, Dennis, that we, we listen attempting to respond instead of listening attempting to hear. You know, I'm, I'm listening to what you have to say long enough before I can formulate what I want to say. Yeah, it's kind of like the disciples in the boat, you know, <laughs> where Jesus was talking about the yeast of the Pharisees, you know. What? Did we not bring any bread? <laughs> Did you ever think about that as being a scene from Monty Python there in the boat? You know, the, the, the disciples were classic. I mean, of that, how many times, you know, did they find themselves right there where, why is he talking about dirt? <laughs> yeah, none of us are immune from it. I mean, obviously, Jesus wasn't immune from it, so why would we think that we would be? And you know, I think of the classic uh, Abbott and Costello, right? who's on first? Right. You know, and that, that miscommunication that's there, and that would have been fun to play. We've used it before, but this is a very dangerous thing. You know, we listen to the Monty Python thing, and it's funny, but it can be really dangerous, right? Have you guys ever had it kind of blow up in your face? Can you think of a time that miscommunication kind of went awry? I had it recently in a situation with my ex-wife, actually, when our, our grandson was born. And I was thinking about that because I think uh, – social media and texting and things like that contribute even more to that today Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can be texting something to someone and they take it totally out of context of what you were really trying to say to them and that situation happened between her and I and for two days we were having issues that were creating problems with my family because something that I said to her was was either I miscommunicated, said it in such a way or texted it in such a way that she took it a different way or she was hearing something different from what I was trying to say and it just caused a big problem and right in the middle of a glorious event the enemy steps in and wreaks havoc with what's going on right there. Absolutely and texting does make the situation worse you know because you're reading it through the lens of how you're feeling at the moment. I may be typing it and I'm in a really good mood but, but Wayne, you may be reading it, not being in a great mood, but you're so quiet, it's hard to tell. But, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm miscommunicating right now. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't hear it. You know, but I mean, I'm sure that's happened to you guys as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sitting here thinking about the texting and, and how even outside of that, in our, in, 
in just conversations in daily life how as something plays out rather than communicating you know we internalize it we hold it in whereas if we would have spoke up um much sooner um it, like you said the enemy comes in wreaks havoc after you've had time to mull it over uh, robbie and i were just um, talking a little while ago about you know a year and a half ago a really good friend of mine um went on a vacation with them um was dealing with some other issues with my my dad um, from the week before and it had some internal things going on that i wasn't dealing with there and then as the vacation was moving forward saw some things um between you know the children and and even with us adults where had had i spoke up sooner um it, it, it could have ended so much differently rather than you know the trip home um you know fireworks you know exploding grenades getting thrown in at each other you know oh yeah yeah that's uh nobody as we said earlier is immune to it you, know, you hear stories of obviously marriages breaking up right friendships breaking up ministries breaking up right churches split i mean i don't know very many people that went to a church for a long period of time that somewhere along the way there wasn't some type of split right because there is miscommunication um i think we have about three minutes before we go to break so i want to try to get one more clip in because this really kind of sets us up dennis it's on this is 40 can you set that up real quick for us yeah the husband and wife are uh he has a record company, I believe, and, and they're trying to communicate about something. There's a there's a money issue involved. And in this situation, what's really interesting is they, they, they're making an attempt to try to speak in a more civil way based on what a counselor or therapist has told them, and it still goes south on them. How's the record company going, Pete? What? Not great. I'm still waiting for numbers to come in. What have you heard? A couple numbers have trickled in. It's lower than we expected. Then why are you giving Larry money? What? I know everything. I talked to the accountant. All right, you know what? I don't want to get into some nasty fight. So can we please talk to each other the way the therapist told us to talk to each other? Fine. Fine. It makes me feel sad when you are dishonest. I understand it makes you feel bad when I am dishonest with you. It hurts my feelings when you treat me with contempt and corner me and try and trick me into lying. Okay. It makes me sad when it's so easy to trick you into lying because you're such a lying... That's not... You can't do that. You can't do that. The therapist said you're not allowed to judge me. That's not a judgment. That's just a fact. Fair enough. Sometimes I withhold truth. That is true. But it's only because I'm scared to death of your crazy, illogical overreactions. Well, it hurts me inside and triggers me when you're such a dishonest that you're lending your father money without telling me while your record company's going bankrupt and we're on the verge of losing our house! And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I've never heard anyone speak with those blanks before. That's kind of weird. It's amazing how they work that in. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, Dennis, is, you wanted to, to have that clip. And so what was it that spoke to you about that? Well, I think the enemy can take an opportunity even when people are saying, you know, we're going to speak in a more civil way to turn it totally upside down. I mean, how many of us have been there where it's like we got and, – and when you put that word feel in there, I mean, and that's what a counselor would tell you, this is how you make me feel. And it's like, no, you know, 
some of that stuff starts coming out and it's just causing more problems. So again, you have a, a place where the enemy has the ability to attack you over it. Now in that we had a counselor that tells them this is how you should communicate. But Robbie, was there really any good communication going on there? <laughs> well, in a funny sort of way, you know, there was some truth. There was. And, and there was, at least they weren't holding it inside, you know, and it was getting out there. And so, in my view, some communication is better than where I found myself often with my wife. <laughs> and that's a good place to take a break. <laughs> now everything's on the tape. Uh, speaking of taking a break, we'd like for you to go register for Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp coming up April 13th through 16th? 12th through the 15th. Or 12th through 15th. Well, you can stay a day longer if you want. But uh, go register MasculineJourneyRadio.org now. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way, you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to P.O. Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. So guys, what's this? I hear about this BOGO continuing for the boot camp. Well, how could we not continue the BOGO? Yeah, but Christmas is over. Everyone else has stopped their BOGOs. Well, it's always a time for giving, Dennis. It's a Masculine Journey Boot Camp BOGO. Buy one, give one free. $199. What an amazing thing that would be to give somebody a gift, and what they really end up getting is their heart back. Coming April 12th through the 15th. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. It's one of the greatest investments I know of. Go ahead, Dennis. You're, uh, that's a good song choice. 1980, Genesis and Misunderstanding, when they put Phil Collins out front to start singing there. And he was standing in a phone booth. You remember phone booths. Yeah. He was standing in a phone booth, and uh, he was waiting for the girl to call, and she hadn't called, and he's singing, there must be some misunderstanding. Yeah, a little so miscommunication there. Typically, when we're looking at Music Bump, I pick a little bit younger, a newer song. Yeah. But I'd actually picked an older song, and, and that was from The Animals, right? You'd picked an animal song, Oh, Lord, Please Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. That's right. And both of them get to the point that we're talking about today is just this not being misunderstood. There's so much misunderstanding in the world. And when we left, Robbie, we were listening to a couple that was having a problem communicating. And I think you made a very valid point that some communication is better than none, right? Yeah, it's, it's a hard place. You know, when people are, are getting it out there, but, you know, if you watch the movie, which I think is all of this world good, the um, License to Wed, where, you know, Robin Williams takes this couple that looks like they're madly in love, but finally, you know, starts to get them out of their pose to find out, you know, where they actually do have some difficulties in how many kids they want and all these hard questions are being asked of them. And so some communication does happen sometimes. And in this case, she needs to know that, why she's putting that kind of pressure on him to make him lie. Right. And, and he needs to know that he's scaring the, the bejeebies out of her. I mean, sim, and, and those are, 
in a way, helpful for the relationship if they can find the grace to get past that. And, and I think the danger becomes, what if they take that and go in the different direction? Um, you know, we, we can step in, and Robbie, we talked a little bit about the show, but then here comes the always, the never, right? It'll never change. You're always this way. She did a good job of that, you know? Yeah. You always lie to me. <laughs> yeah. And so when you make those statements, what starts to happen? Mistrust. Mistrust. And for some reason, Satan gets in there and starts to point out all the things she always does. Right. <laughs> and she starts flashing them in your mind. And I call it running scripts. Mm -hmm. You know, even if the communication stops, you think of all the things you want to say to that person. And you're sitting there running these scripts. And if you don't call out for God at that point in time, it's a, it's a horrible place to find yourself. Which actually brings us to a funny clip, if you want to set that up from uh, Frazier. Absolutely. <laughs> well, here you have a, a situation where, you know, a father is trying to help his son not have to deal with his, you know, problems and ends up getting accused of something he really didn't do. But then, you know, he has a chance to communicate. Dad? Down here! Oh my god, Dad! Oh, I thought you'd capsized. No! I was all in my chair. The squeaking was bugging Frazier. Oh. <gasps> the carpet is a whole shade lighter under there. <laughs> Except for those little black dots you just made. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I'm gonna get a towel. Yeah. No, I'll get it. No, it's all right, I'll get it. Ooh! <laughs> oh oh. I'll get something to pick up oh. the grease. Clean it up. Oh! Oh! oh. What's happened? Now, don't get upset. I was oiling my chair trying to get rid of the squeak and I had a little spill. A little spill? I just had this carpet cleaned. I'm sorry, it was an accident. Sure, Dad. It was an accident. It was an accident. I, I saw him step on it. Now, as you know as well as I do, there are no accidents. <laughs> just admit it, Dad. Your latent hostility toward me has been building through the years, little by little, until you have finally struck the Achilles heel of my decor, the Berber carpet. <laughs> I did not do this on purpose. No? Then I suggest you dig deep into the twisted caves of your subconscious where malicious acts abide, clothed in the robes of plausible excuses. For the last time, this was not malicious. It was an accident. I don't think you know the difference. Yes, I do. That was an accident. This is Malaysia! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame you can't see the video there of, uh, of the dad spraying Fraser with the, with the oil that got all over the Berber carpet. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's a jumping to conclusions mm -hmm. that... Yeah. Think about the time, the amount of time that Fraser had given all of that thought, right? How, how long? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that um, was just not uh, an oil on the carpet issue. It was several to your point agreement upon agreement upon agreement that was just playing out right and there was this build of them not talking about things that they should talk through at least in that other example we had they were at least getting it out in the open and this just became like a grenade going off it, it's a place that i live with with my <laughs> I live in uh, with my own dad um, yeah. the same thing happens uh, you know I, I, go, I go see him once a week and it's starting to turn into that thing again. Um, mm -hmm. Whenever I started going back, I made sure there was no silence. I, um, you know, God said, don't allow there to be silence because in that silence, uh, there, both of us have things going on in our minds and we're, we're interpreting what the other one's not saying. Mm -hmm. um, 
and it's starting to turn into that again. You know, the, it, it's the place that the enemy came after me. It's one of the prayers that I've had since the last boot camp was um, God showed me in the last boot camp that, that, that my quietness is my pose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the thing that, that keeps me safe from having to be vulnerable, to, to, to let things out, to, to talk about what's going on. Um, I, don't, I don't have to be wrong. Mm-hmm. If I don't say anything, then, then how can I be wrong? Yeah. Um, I don't have to worry about the miscommunication, right? No. But at the same time, the same thing happens there. All this stuff starts to build in your head. People say things, mm-hmm. it, 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 and you twist those things. Absolutely, and, and so you have you know, misunderstanding, which leads to mistrust or distrust of the person. And once distrust happens or mistrust happens, you're at a place where agreements are made. Once the agreements are made, there's a fracture in the relationship that's not going to get healed unless you ask God to come back into it. Yeah, because essentially you've let Satan in. Right. When you agreed with him that your dad is never going to get, or your wife is never going <laughs> to whatever it is that, you, that you've yeah. made that agreement, now you've given Satan license to come in and, and play with you and begin to run those scripts. And you, you can clearly see that in poor Frazier that he's bought into that his father, he's made, there's the agreement. My father has latent hostility against me that he's going to play out even if he didn't mean to spill ink all over my Berber carpet. Yeah, and Frazier is a counselor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what that's worth. Yeah. But there's, so, there's something basic here that we keep coming back to, and it relates to the masculine journey. It relates to our walk, and I think it relates to how the world deals with this. That there's there's a couple basic truths. One is that God can be trusted always. Mm-hmm. The other is that the enemy can't be trusted at any time. So we have to call out that we have to first trust in God, believe in what He tells us, believe in what He says, and then we have to do as I was telling you guys in the pre-show. When you come up against something like I did last weekend, sometimes you have to call out the enemy and say, "I know this is full of lies. I know that I can't trust you, and I don't want you in this situation right now." And then you have a chance to maybe clean up the mess and communicate properly. But if we don't, if we don't have that basic understanding and don't have that trust in God and the lack of trust in a real enemy, and we have a real enemy. And we get lost in all this, and that's what a lot of these clips show us. In the world, that's what happens. In our lives, that's what happens. Absolutely, and it it is the fundamental tool or one of the fundamental tools that he uses, right? Because it seems so innocent. You know, and that agreement sounds very similar to uh, Dennis always says that or Sam never does that, right? And once you buy into that one word, always, never, you're locked into the agreement. I know a lot of times the boys used to get tired of me saying this, but they'd say, you always. And I said, I don't always do anything. I can't think of anything that I always do. I can't think of anything that I never do unless it's illegal or whatever. But, I'm but just there saying, isn't always that, that's helpful in the situation yeah. is my wife always loves me. Yeah. And she always has a good heart towards me. If I can ask God to give me strength to see through the smoke and what I know is Satan trying to break off the communication, I got a chance. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so what things that you can do, right? Dennis, you said you, can, you obviously got to walk with God through it. Robbie, you said I got to ask God into the situation. Right? And I also got to realize that there's warfare probably going on. But you said also there, Robbie, yeah, I got to believe in that person's heart. We have opportunity within the ministry to constantly have miscommunication. 
because the enemy wants to break up everybody, hates everybody equally, right? But he's, he's going to come after a ministry and try to break apart what they're trying to do for God. But we have to first walk in the fact that I know Dennis's heart, I know Robbie's heart, I know Wayne's heart. And that heart is good to me that he loves God and they love me. And when I can focus on that, a lot of the miscommunication kind of falls off. Because what I hear isn't always what's being said. Robbie can say something, but he's not meaning it that way. Or I can say something, and Wayne misunderstands it. But when we walk with that fundamental piece of believing in God, believing in his grace, showing that grace to one another, then we have the opportunity to get past that miscommunication. And one of my favorite, favorite parts of it is when you're walking with people that you know walk with God. And sometimes you sit back and let them hear from God and then you get you're like wow God you came through again I mean it's so amazing to see how he talks to your brothers and it's like man you get to watch them and and go I wish I'd got to learn that well I can think of times Robbie um hopefully okay be sharing this but there's times that you've told me you know hey I prayed with God in this situation he told me to enter in I've prayed to God and God says I need to stay away yeah Right, because we want our natural tendency is going to try to take over, and some people are going to dive in, some people are going to shy away. But what we got need to do is say, okay, God, what do I do if anything here? And you really get down to what's really most important, and to be even more candid about a situation we had last week that Robbie and I ended up on the phone on Saturday talking, and 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 the thing that came through after I called the enemy off was that. With all the miscommunication we have sometimes and the lack of understanding of maybe what's going on between us and happening, I cannot imagine my life without this man in it. And that's what really struck me. And it, and it took away everything else because my heart knows that I love him and that nothing is can come between that if we don't let it. The enemy can't come between that. We may not always see eye to eye. We may not always agree with different things that we're doing. But and, and that's what, for so many years, I let the enemy do that, and I lost a lot of relationships because of that. Absolutely. And, you know, coming up to boot camp, we always try to be aware of the miscommunication. But it's, <laughs> it happens in everybody's life every day. You've got to be aware every time you open your eyes in the morning saying, there will be miscommunication today. And I need to take it to God. I need to believe what he tells me to believe, and I need to walk into the things or walk away from the things that he asked me to. I know somewhere in your life today you have miscommunication going on, and I invite you to just do that, to walk with God in it and let him take you through it. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org to register for the boot camp. We'd love to see you join us in a couple weeks.